and welcome to another episode of the Elevated Beauty Podcast. If you aren't familiar, I'm your host, Emily Fouts, and in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about lash extensions, how I never thought I would be a lash tech, so I'm going to get a little bit more into that, and yeah, maybe if you guys are interested in lashing but haven't taken that step yet, I can give you some insight. So if you're interested, then keep on listening. Okay, so I'm going to start off by saying my bread and butter is skincare and Brazilian waxing. That's what I have specialized in for so long, and that's still what I'm very passionate about. But lash extensions are something that I have picked up in the past six months. And it was something that kind of intrigued me for a bit, for a minute, but it's never something that I actively sought out to do. So when I moved to Colorado Springs, I was a stay-at-home mom. My daughter was three months old. So I was living and working in Washington, and my eighth month of pregnancy, I quit my job, and then I stayed at home um, until I gave birth. And then we moved here to Colorado when she was three months old, and I chose to transfer my license to Colorado, but I decided to be a stay-at-home mom until she was two years old because she was breastfed and I just wanted to stay at home and create that bond with her and I have a problem a trust issue with sitters when kids are too young to speak but besides the point um, once I did decide to go back to work I was looking around and I saw Hands of Favor Luxury Beauty is an eyelash extension studio, um, and they were looking for an esthetician. So it wasn't specified that they were looking for a lash tech, but so I decided to interview with her, and she was open to me doing skincare and waxing there. So um, she did ask me upon the interview if I ever considered doing lashing, and I was like, you know what, it was some, it's something that I would be open to. But I'm going to go ahead and say that it's not like a big goal of mine. Um, My focus is more in skincare and waxing. And so I started there as the esthetician, just doing skincare and waxing. Um, I did lash lifts and tints. And then a little while later, I think I actually came to her because um, JoJo is the owner of Hands of Favor Luxury Beauty here in Colorado Springs. And she is a master esthetician. She does hybrid and volume lashes as well as she um, trains. So she offers training courses to teach people how to lash. And um, I think I came to her and was like, you know what, I think you could benefit from it and I can kind of see if it's something that I am comfortable offering um, because she doesn't do classic extensions. So I was like, Maybe if you teach me, if you give me some pointers on how to do classic extensions, we'll kind of see if I'm cool with it and if it's something I enjoy. And then, you know, I can offer that for you because she was turning away clients because she didn't offer classic extensions. Um, So I decided to start practicing and I actually picked it up really quickly. Really like... The idea of doing eyelash extensions for me, I had it in the back in my mind like this is going to be super intimidating and tedious and I'm not going to enjoy it because it is tedious work. But once I started doing it and I 
realize like there's a method to it just follow this method and it's super easy and um I'm pretty good with tedious work I think because I do hyperfixate on things so it actually was less tedious for me and it was more like therapeutic for me <laughs> to do lashes so surprisingly enough I actually enjoyed it when I thought I would hate it this whole time and that's why I never took a certification course or never had it in my list of goals of things to do so it kind of happened in my favor that I got hired on at this lash studio and lo and behold I ended up learning how to do lashes and actually enjoying it so I still offer you know skincare and waxing but honestly now that I've picked up lashes a lot of my schedule is lashes now and you know I never thought that I would be a lash tech I never thought I would have that skill in my portfolio of things, but it's something that I think I'm going to stick with in my future because number one, I do enjoy it. And number two, it has really taken over my books because lashes, just like waxing, like if someone gets Brazilians, they're going to most likely come in every six weeks. So that's like once every two months or so. Um, but with lashes, people are coming in every two and three weeks. So from a business side of things and in terms of like rebooking rates and client retention, lashing is super helpful and it's definitely something if you decide to practice at it and be passionate about it and you're good at it, you have a hand for it, it's something that can be pretty profitable. So um even though I would say I do love lashing, but I would say that my passion is still greatly with skincare and um, skin transformations like acne care and things like that. And I need to actually focus on pushing that a little more. But yeah, I, I could never have imagined myself to kind of um, switch over into to this area of things. But if you if you are versatile like myself you do skincare waxing and lashes you definitely have to like equally promote all of them because like I said lashes are they really took over my book so much and sometimes I'll have a lash client and we're talking and they're like oh you offer skincare I didn't know and I'm like yeah <laughs> like skincare is my jam but really that kind of tells me like I'm not talking about it enough I'm not posting it enough so the lashes is, have really taken over so keep that in mind if you do want to add that to your, your repertoire that um, it is going to take over and that you need to make sure that you're equally promoting your other services and something that I actually noticed in the lashing community is so it depends on the state like in Texas you don't actually have to be a licensed esthetician um, or a licensed cosmetologist you don't have to have a license through the board of cosmetology to perform lash extensions you do have to have a lash extension certification now I don't know how many hours that is I know it's much much less than a aesthetic or cosmetologist license um, I don't know how much it costs but I know it's a lot easier to obtain so in Texas that's all you need um, to my knowledge, there's not many other states that do that, 
someone told me that in Connecticut you don't have to be licensed to do waxing um now yeah so I don't know but a lot of states most all states require you to have a license from their board of cosmetology to perform eyelash extensions and some states specifically require you to have an additional certification for that service to perform so something that I noticed in the lash community is because lashes are so popular and they can be a profitable service to provide that there are people out here that aren't licensed that are doing this and they are accepting paying clients and that's not necessarily something that happens with skincare waxing services but with lashes it happens a lot there are a lot of unlicensed individuals out here um, promoting their self as a business and accepting paying clients and I see all the time and it's a red flag if if you see this that pretty much tells you that they're not licensed and they are not registered as a, a legitimate business um, so on some people's Instagram pages that are, do, are doing lashes I'll see um, DM to book or I'll see cash only and so that tells you that they're not a licensed individual and I've said this before in some of my episodes some people might not care that their provider is licensed or not but um, I don't want this to sound hateful or judgmental but if you're smart you will care because there are things that we learn in school and practices that we have to follow because we get inspections from the state board and if we are not following these procedures then we will get fined so um you know we have to make sure that we're following all these rules and sanitation guidelines and we're actually educated on it because these are things that we learned in school and things that we were tested on to obtain our license and if someone is not following these protocols that can lead to extreme risk for you and for them so, um, you know, I, I've said this before, there was a woman that was popular on TikTok, um, I, and I don't know if her last year was licensed or not, but anyway, she was not following proper protocols. She had a chihuahua in the vicinity and it jumped on the table and bit her eyelid off. Um, there are people out here that are not sanitizing their tweezers and things and people are getting infections or you know they're just not trained properly so it's very important that you do go to someone licensed but that is something that is very popular in the lashing community just so you know and I know a lot of people especially newer estheticians it really bothers them when they see someone doing these things um and they're not following the laws <laughs> um but you know at this point in my life I I don't worry about what other people are doing I just educate people and um yeah I mean it's not directly affecting me but I just try to make people aware um so I'm not going to go after someone or report them to state board necessarily unless I know there are people that are getting harmed by this individual but um yeah that's just something to know <laughs> something that I didn't expect when I did join the lashing community to to see a lot of and I guess kind of another reason I never thought that I would be a lash tech is because my mission statement for my personal business is self-care elevated with ethical aesthetics. And some people might not consider extensions to be ethical um, or be healthy, but 
They definitely can be. It depends on how they're applied. So for me, I do classic and hybrid lashes. I don't do volumes because I feel um, that volumes, they are too heavy for the natural lash. There are a few people who have a really healthy, long, and thick in diameter natural lash that can properly sustain a volume set. But over time, yeah, it is going to cause wear on your lashes. So for me, from an ethical standpoint, I prefer to do things that are going to maintain the integrity of your lashes. And that's not to say that if you are a lasher that is doing volume extensions, that you your clients don't have, that you're not respecting the integrity of their lashes, because I'm sure you are. But for me, I, I feel like volume lashes... Um, are a little more on the risky side of doing so, of being able to maintain a healthy lash. So I prefer just to do classics and um, I'll do hybrids as well. I'm still trying to learn to love hybrids. I definitely have a few, I have a handful of hybrid clients that are repeat clients of mine and I have not experienced any damage to their lashes. So I think that was one of my concerns was, are hybrids gonna um, be too much? and potentially uh, cause more harm than good on natural lashes. But as long as people are following the proper care for lashes, it's not gonna do any harm to them at all. And I actually had a client the other day, she came in for her feel, I did a full set, and then she just came in for her feel. And her, she's an older woman, and her lashes, of course, as you get older, your hair gets more fine and brittle. So we stayed um, on the lower length because, you know, the longer length that you do, the more weight there is. So her lashes laid sideways. So she is an African-American woman. And as you may know, African-Americans typically, um, you can have curly lashes. They are more prone to having curly eyelashes and so her lashes kind of curled off to the side not kind of they aggressively curled to the side and so um of course you can definitely apply extensions to lashes that are not straight you just have to apply it in a particular way so um i applied it and i was like you know we'll see i don't know because i've never lashed anyone that had such an aggressive curl to their lashes and um, to my knowledge, I've heard other lash techs say that if someone has curly lashes like that, you can do a lash lift so you can perm them in an, an easier and straight position. But I think that kind of compromises the integrity of your lashes a little bit. So what I mean by that is the strength of your lash. So it probably makes your lash a little bit weaker um, than it naturally would be without the perm. So that's just my opinion. I haven't seen any scientific um, or any studies on that. But yeah, I feel like when you alter the um, chemistry of your, of your hair, that it can maybe make the strength a little bit less. But anyway, I, I prefer not to do extensions on people that have lash lifts. It's kind of one or the other for me. So we did the extensions on her. And then when she came in for her feel... The extensions literally trained her lashes to grow in normally instead of sideways. So um, in her case, it did more help than harm. And 
like I said, as long as you're following the aftercare, if you're cleansing your lashes and brushing them and um, not putting you know, gel-based eyeliner or mascara on or a lot of like cream eyeshadow and different things like that, then your lashes are going to stay and maintain health. Um, They're going to stay healthy. So, of course, if you are not following aftercare, if you're not cleansing your lashes, you're going to get build up. That is going to kind of get in between the lash extension and the natural lash and make them fall out or your lash mites. um, We naturally have lash mites they will build up, they will increase, and you'll get like a crusty lash line, which can potentially lead to infection, uh, which leads to inflamed hair follicles and lash loss. So all you have to do is follow the aftercare and um, maintain your hygiene and your lashes will be healthy. So um, I am still able to follow my mission statement of self-care elevated with ethical aesthetics by the way that I do lashes. So that was kind of something that I was concerned with but I just have to keep that in mind like I need to stick with my brand and um, maintain my ethical standards and um, yeah I'm not going to get into the volume side of things because that to me it does not fit in with my brand or does not fit in with how I view um, aesthetics but I think that my lash extensions flow in well with, um, you know, like I said, I just offer classics and hybrids and I, I don't do it heavy. I make sure that I'm not causing any harm by applying heavy lashes on a a natural lash that can't maintain it. So it flows with everything. And, um, I think all of my services reflect my business well, but yeah, that was definitely a concern of mine. But I'm happy to say now that I'm a lash tech and it kind of feels weird um, because I've identified myself so long as like specializing in skincare. Like I'm the skincare girl, I'm the waxing girl. But yeah, after doing this as long as I have, I've literally done everything that an esthetician can do. I've worked in a clinical, in a med spa, I've done laser um fat reduction, I've done microneedling, I've done heavier chemical peels, I've done body wraps, I've worked in a Vici shower, done body scrubs, like fluffy facials, clinical facials, um, acne boot kit, I've done everything. And so um, I think it was important that I at least tried this out. And of course, lo and behold, I love doing it. So definitely don't shy away from, from anything because it's an idea that you're going to hate it like you actually have to try it first to have an informed opinion and i was lucky enough to have been trained by um my um the business owner at hands of favor luxury beauty it's just her and i and so i was lucky enough to be able to gain insight and training from her but depending on what state you're in uh, you will need to get a state accredited course so a lot of people offer courses but your state might require um, your certification to list the hours that the course required or a state seal so definitely check in with your state board and see what they require for you to provide the service and then go from there and most lash extension courses I think are under a thousand so 
you know, it's a little expensive, but it could be worse. And you've got to think about like what this is going to do for you and your business. It's definitely going to be a return of investment. But, um, you know, some states don't even require certification course. And you can definitely learn um, online and do your own research if you are um, that kind of, if you're like a savvy person and you can retain knowledge well that way. But a lot of people learn through hands-on and one-on-one training. So that can definitely be really helpful if um, you can get a course like that instead of just like an online course. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. As always, I will see you next Monday at 8 a.m. Mountain Standard Time for another episode.